0: you crazy cats and kittens. Welcome back to Working at the Wheel. I'm your host, Vicki Dombeck, and we're so happy to have you back here on our last episode of our Home Alone series. Uh, so if you haven't been with us before, Working at the Wheel is a podcast produced by the student leaders of the Christian Campus Ministry Badger Crew. We call Madison, Wisconsin home, but our goal is to be a resource to young adults anywhere that you may be and anywhere that you can listen to this. Um, So we get our name from Jeremiah 18, where God is referenced as the potter, working at the wheel as if his creation is the clay. So today, like I said, we are in our last episode of our Home Alone series, and throughout the series, we've really been talking about ways to combat being at home over this prolonged break from Thanksgiving all the way through the holidays in January. Um, And today, in our final episode, we're going to talk about the transition of coming back to campus, even, and how that might look in terms of forming new community, and being immersed back in a group of people, whether it be roommates or back on campus with potentially some in-person classes. So today we've got some great guests here that are going to um, give us their best wisdom on community. We've got Riley Fleming and Bryce Richardson. How's it going, guys? It's
1: going good. Thanks for having us. Doing
2: pretty good as well. Thank you for uh, having me on the podcast here.
0: We've also got my co-host joining us for the second time in many weeks, Claire Buckley. Hey Vicky, what's up? It's going great over here, Claire, and <laughs> let me tell you, I already know that these three are going to have some great wisdom for you, so we're going to start it out, and I'm just wondering if anyone wants to open us up, talk about community, maybe how community has been either really great or maybe a struggle for them over break, and what they're maybe looking forward to um, as we head back to school in the coming weeks.
1: Yeah, I can totally start us off with that. Um, definitely over break, um, community has been such an interesting kind of form to navigate. Um, and I think I speak for a lot of um, students, especially here on campus. Some people went home. Um, my heart kind of goes out to the freshmen who already kind of got a really unique sense of community over this last semester. And then they had to go home and kind of navigate that without maybe some of the skills where in years past they would have had. Um, but for me personally, I am super fortunate. I live in a house full of Christian women. Mm -hmm. And so that form of community has just been like so strong and so nice. And I think for myself, that's been really great. Um, and for me in like my testimony and stuff, community is such a huge part of that. And so I'm just like, so thankful to have my Christian woman, um, with me and stuff. And so for me, that's been great. Um, I don't know about the rest of you. How has community been for you guys?
2: I will uh, completely echo the benefits of living in a Christian community, yeah. um, having Christian roommates, um, and, and Crew has really helped foster that for me. Um, last year, I, I am a second-year student here at UW Madison, um, and last year I was able to through Crew's ministry and, and Crew's Bible studies find a really good community um, that I've maintained friendships with, you know, to this day. Uh, and I actually live with uh, three of my closest friends here. Um, and, and so I feel like campus ministries, um, church organizations uh, and, and just other Christian orgs um, and, and student groups can really foster that community while here on campus. And college really gives you a unique opportunity to join these uh, clubs, organizations, ministries, um, and I, I would recommend really taking advantage of that for building your community while you're on college, on, on college campuses.
0: Yeah, that's all good. And I think that really echoes of what we want to talk about today is, so we've seen not only crew, but any kind of campus ministry, any kind of group on campus that's really pointing us towards Christ foster this community and do it really well. But unfortunately, we're not meeting in the same capacity that most of us are used to. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. all of us are at least sophomores where we've experienced a little bit of what Badger Crew truly is outside of a global pandemic. So I think what we really want to talk about here today is, first of all, with people coming back from break, you know, we've been echoing these things about focusing very introvertedly and, um, you know, focusing on a lot of our individual relationships with Christ and how to pursue that. I think what we want to talk about today is that push towards community
3: Mm.
0: and how that can look in a pandemic. You know, we we talk about how all of us are, I think, in a really great community right now, and. We know we kind of want this to be the stepping stones for someone who's looking to um, find that community and speak the way that we're speaking about our amazing communities that we have. Where do we start? And if we maybe are in the middle stage, how do we continue to pursue and grow that community?
3: Yeah, I think it can be a really awkward beginning um, to go from these are girls that I see or guys or whoever. These are people that I see in my Bible study or these are people that I see to crew or like at crew each week to then taking the step to be like, oh, do we want to live together? How do you make more intentional decisions in terms of forming friendships that are really, like, centered around the Lord and that are really strong friendships? Um, And I think that that was definitely something that I struggled with in the beginning. I had a really, really small freshman Bible study, um, and I didn't really know a ton of other freshmen. And Mm so I think it just boils down to... Physically what you can do is being intentional with people. Um, Reaching out to the random girls that you meet, that you've talked to Mm -hmm. once or twice. Like two of my closest friends right now are girls that I didn't really know and we talked once and then from then on we were getting dinner together and doing all those little things. Um, And I think that is a really good way to start those community and then from there you know, letting them into the parts of your life that are difficult and that are messy and asking them to pray for you and inviting Mm -hmm. God into the relationship. Because at the end of the day, if you want a Christ-centered relationship, you're going to have to invite Christ into it.
1: Yeah. Going off of all that too, I think Claire summed that up really great. Um, But something else that I think is really important to be said is like, if you haven't really been super involved in like Badger Crew or a campus ministry last semester, or even any of your years of college, like it is never too late and like our community in particular i was a transfer student so i came from uw lacrosse and as a sophomore i was like just really searching for that community i had kind of recently fully decided to invest my life in christ Mm. um and so badger crew was literally one of the best things that happened to me in my college experience so far because of the open arms and like such kindness and like loving people that i like met through that Um, and I was like a sophomore at the time and looking back, I'm like, oh, I like wasn't even like that behind, so to say. Um, but I think it's really easy to feel like, oh, I haven't been involved in this campus uh, ministry or whatnot. And so I think it's easy to feel like, oh, it's too late or I'm like too old or it's already second semester. Um, so I think it's important to say that it's not too late and like our small groups and Bible studies are always like open to having more people. Um, And whatnot. And even though COVID has obviously had an impact on that, I think like Claire and I have led Celery and Witty together and like, Mm -hmm. it's still super fun. It's definitely not the same. But we're still getting like so much love and fostering such a great community community out of that. Um, And I'm so glad that our girls are still coming despite the like, sometimes we have to do it over zoom or whatnot. Um, So I just think that'd be really important to say that it's not too late and that people in crew in particular, like the staff, the leaders, um, and honestly, just everyone who attends crew is like very nice, very open to like hearing your story and like wanting, we all like want everyone to like further their relationship with Christ.
0: Yeah. And that's kind of what I want to build off next. And something you said, Claire, was just being able to have that community to go to with your deepest, darkest thoughts and secrets and ask for prayer and Mm -hmm. things like that. Like, that's kind of why we have community in Mm -hmm. general, whether you want to look at it as Christian community or non-Christian community. We are so attracted to other people and having these close human relationships because we want to feel known, you know? And I think what's really cool is God is the same way. God wants to feel known the same way we do and that's why he truly wants to be in that relationship with us Mm -hmm. and how we can pursue that. And I think seeing that correlation between us and God in those ways, you know, not only really inspires me at least to pursue that individual relationship that we've been talking about for so long with him, but also pursue relationships that have Christ as a common denominator. Because we know that that love, that grace, that understanding that the Holy Spirit provides us is going to be there. And I think that's super important on why we even pursue that. And like I said, that's kind of the part that I want to go next of, you know, I've got a good Christian community. You know, say say I've got a good community outside of a campus ministry or outside of um, fellow believers. Why should I... Pursue something that's new and different and scary when I feel pretty content right now.
2: Yeah, I really like what you said there Um, Just talking about how even if you're involved in community, it's really important to seek improvement and and to have that like continuously Improvement mindset Mm -hmm. Um, No matter where you are in community, even if you've clearly established yourself you're a senior you've been in crew for four years there's always somewhere to grow. There's always something to get better at with community. And what I would recommend or recognize with that um, is that even if you have your established uh, Christian community, it's important to grow that community. Now, granted, obviously, it's completely natural to have some people that you tend to become better friends with, but it's, it's super important to welcome people into Christian community, uh, and and really reach out, branch out, um, and and try and grow your community by via evangelizing, or even if, if someone's just coming to like check out crew or check out your local church, um, introduce yourself, show your, show love, uh, to them and and just show that the, the ideas and and the thoughts, um, and and try and reflect Christ, um, in, in those, in building those relationships.
1: Yeah, totally. I love how um, we're kind of talking about that because I think that's really important too, to like seek out others through that um, and through Mm -hmm. God. And um, something that that, what you said reminded me of was just how um, wherever Christians are and wherever God is, God is good. Um, Mm -hmm. And so when we're fostering that community, like so much good is going to come out of that. Mm -hmm. And so kind of like, even if that means stepping out of your comfort zone and talking to people who maybe wouldn't normally have a conversation with God, Um, I think being in a Christian community really gives you those tools on how to do that and how to have those conversations about God and how to talk to maybe someone who wouldn't normally want to talk about that. Um, and I think that in itself is just such a beautiful thing that, and a beautiful gift that God gives us through community. Um, and kind of like I said, how God is so good. And so wherever a Christian community is, it's like going to be good because if God is at the center of that, it's kind of like any relationship where if God is at the center of that. Like, you have all that you need. And I think that in itself is just really cool.
0: Yeah, I know for me, community is a huge part of my testimony, as it usually Mm -hmm. is, you know, in a believer's testimony. But growing up, I didn't have the best community. Or at least at the time, I thought that they were really great. And and looking back on it now, it was really hard for me to come to terms with the idea of this Christian community being different somehow. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the biggest things that I've processed through my two and a half years in college and, you know, my two years about, um, with my life surrendered to Christ was that these people are different. Mm
3: -hmm. Like,
0: these people are loving and caring and they want to go deeper with you like no one ever has. And to feel that love and support from a community that is not only like that, but genuine, and you know that it's genuine is just a community that you can't beat. And, mm-hmm. and that's why having God as the common denominator truly does make that difference. Yeah. And that's why it is so important. You, you can have deep friendships with anybody, but having that bond of both experiencing the Holy Spirit creates conversation, creates conflict mm-hmm. that can be navigated so much easier. And
3: mm-hmm.
0: at the end of the day, having a group of people Push each other towards Christ while also supporting each other is so important. And it's one of the greatest things that I think anyone would experience when it comes to us truly longing for that human contact.
3: Yeah. I think um, a verse, Vicki, that really describes what you said um, about like Christian, I guess, conflict, like mm-hmm. making that easier to resolve and the ways that we push each other towards um, being more Christ like is. Proverbs 27 6 which says the kisses of an enemy may be profuse but faithful are the wounds of a friend mm-hmm. so a Christian community um can sometimes seem like from an outside perspective that there's all these rules that you need to follow and like things that you you have to act in like xyz ways very like straight lines very black and white um but I think that that Christians if you're in a good Christian community that is like pointing you towards Christ living a Christ-like life Um, acting in ways that are more like him, there's going to be some conflict because we are sinful and we do things that are wrong and we mess up. And so the wounds of a friend that are in Christ that are pushing you towards God are faithful and they're trying to make you more faithful. And so I think, especially from a perspective of like, I have these Christian friends and we're kind of like navigating this whole thing together. It can seem like from an outsider's perspective that, all these people are perfect and that they don't mess up anything and that there's no conflict but that is not how it is and i don't want to set an expectation of like i need to be perfect to be worthy of being in christian community because at the end of the day we're all so messed up and that's Mm -hmm. why we need jesus Mm
1: -hmm. yeah and going off of what claire and vicky said i think something that is really important to differentiate is how like, Christian community is different from other communities. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of, like, going off what Vicki said, like, I had a similar, like, growing up, I definitely had a very different community um, than the Christian community I have now. So I think of even, like, in high school, there's a lot of toxic things and, like, judgment, comparisons, etc. like, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. And in Christian community, it's, like, a judgment-free, loving environment where, like, everyone is there to support you no matter what your baggage is. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of like what Claire said... Like how from the outside, sometimes I, cause I remember like, especially when I maybe first started college, I'd look at a Christian community and I was probably that person that was like, oh my gosh, they're holding themselves to high standards. Like I could never do that. And like at that time I was a very lukewarm Christian as well. So that like has a lot to do with it. Um, but kind of going into how like these past few years, like the people I've met in Christian community are not perfect. And, like, we all have struggles and we all have really hard things that are in our past or that we're dealing with in the present. Um, And because of those, that doesn't make anybody think any different of you. Like, the community is still just there to love you and help you. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like I said, like, I've talked to, I've had so many deep conversations with people who are struggling with whether that's like pornography or addiction or so many things. And, Because of that, I want to love them even more, and I want to give them all of myself because I know that Jesus is doing that for them, and I want to show them that. Um, And I think that part in Christian community is, like, something that you will not find anywhere else, and that's because we're trying to live like Jesus did, and we're trying to love like God loves us.
0: Mm -hmm. One thing you said was, I see these other people, they look perfect, and I know, like, I can't be that. And the Mm -hmm. truth is, you can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah that's that's the whole reason of why we accept jesus into our lives and accept the holy spirit you know into us to guide us through all this is because we may look at a group of people and like you said they're not perfect Mm -hmm. no matter how they come across but at the same time we're not going to be perfect that's that's not in the cards for us Mm -hmm. without jesus and that's why it is so important to help foster that community and I actually want to go a little bit off script here and uh, and, and talk about something that Claire really echoed and that was just the idea of brokenness. Mm-hmm. And the idea of, of brokenness in uh, friendships, relationships, and all kinds of community. Um, and I know Bryce has been kind of quiet over here, so I'll, I'll let you get the first, sh- <laughs> the first straw at this. But just how can we navigate that brokenness? Because at the end of the day, we are all broken. Mm-hmm, yeah. But you know, saying and understanding that isn't always the most encouraging thing. Um, so how can we navigate friendships where we are both broken, but, you know, we do both have the Holy Spirit within us, and um, that's something that we can pursue?
2: I'd say pursuing godly relationships in a collaborative way mm-hmm. um, it is really a good way of looking at it mm-hmm. um, and, and realizing that even though both Parties or, or both people in the relationship are broken. They're, si- they're sinful people by nature. Uh, that that can actually create an even stronger bond uh, between you of, of working together to try and live like Christ, try and resolve um, some of your sinful tendencies. Um, even though we can't attain perfection, mm-hmm. we can aspire to live as Christ did yeah. um, mm-hmm. and, and really try and reflect ourselves um, in the light of Christ. And and so just by viewing it as a collaborative effort to try and grow closer to God uh, together, I I feel like is a good way uh, to look at that picture of being broken. Um, So although we are broken and sinful people and and we realize that more and more every day as Christians, we know that we have a creator that loves us unconditionally. Mm -hmm. um, and, And that's providing us with the ability to work in relationships to understand him in a more complete way um and and to better get to know the people surrounding us um and and our creator
3: i think that bryce what you talked about in the terms of like um we're all broken people is just like so true and i think a good way to kind of keep ourselves in check with that in relationships um is just remembering to give people grace Mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean that we excuse things like gossiping or slander or Mm -hmm. like lust or anything that's sinful like that but we are imperfect people Mm -hmm. in relationship with other imperfect people yeah and so remembering that like we need to give grace to others as christ gives grace to us and like i said before that doesn't mean letting people sit in their sinful nature and not calling people out for things that are wrong and not having those tough conversations but i think that is one thing that makes christian or like christian communities so different than other communities is you can have a conversation with, a like a secular friendship. That's like, Hey, gossiping, isn't good. Like we shouldn't do that. And then, yeah, but there's no basis of like truth for that versus with a Christian friend, you can talk about like you're living your life with a purpose and mm-hmm. for a reason and to live more like Christ and to love like he did. And so those conversations, though they can sometimes be more difficult than with secular friends. Um, It shows so much more love when you can say this conversation sucks, but we're having it
1: because I want to push you more to be like Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: I think Bryce and Claire really summed that up really well. Um, And something that Claire said with just like having conversations with friends who maybe aren't Christian. I think I said this earlier, but one thing I do really value about Christian community is because I'm able to have a conversation with Claire about something I'm struggling with. Something she says might kind of like strike a chord with me. Mm -hmm. And then when I am having a conversation with someone else who's not Christian, I can bring up a struggle from that conversation I had with Claire. Um, And I kind of think about that, how Badger Crew in particular, we like really focus on like small group time with Mm -hmm. whether that's Mm -hmm. with freshmen. Um, And so something I pray about often before like we have a crew meeting or before I have a meeting with a freshman is I'm like, God, like allow me to like, give something to this freshman Mm -hmm. to, like, show you more. Does that make sense, kind of? Yeah. And even if that's just, like, by me saying something through our conversation, if they're able to go and share that with someone else, I think that's Mm -hmm. really important. And, like, I think God, obviously, as we've seen and know in our own lives, works in so many magical ways. And so sometimes I think God is speaking through you, when you're having conversations with another fellow Christian, and, like, that can go so far with non-Christians because of, like, the fruitful conversations.
0: For sure. And going back a little bit to what Claire was saying in terms of looking at conflict. Yeah. We're in a time right now where there is this divide between in-person conversation, right? Mm. And we're spending a lot of time on our phones, whether it be FaceTime, texting, Snapchat, if you still use that, kind of, <laughs> like... You know, it, it's this big thing where we're we're still connecting and we're still fostering community, but it's in a completely different way than we're used to. Yeah. Um, luckily, things like social media were popular and still a thing before the pandemic, so it isn't like we're all learning this new, but at the same time, it's very heightened. And I think with that can come a lot of conflict. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's hard to express emotion through a text message. Mm-hmm. It's hard to express... You know, you can send a text message and it can be read probably about 10 million different ways. And it's kind of all up to the interpreter about what happens. Sure, you can throw some emojis in there, maybe like 12 exclamation points, which is what I usually do. But it's, it's hard sometimes when there's that miscommunication through a screen. And I think that's kind of what I want to talk about next. And we're still in this pandemic. Second semester still probably going to look very different. How do we go about, number one, fostering this community, but maybe doing it through a screen? Whether it be our computer screen, our phone screen, whatever. And how do we do that with grace through conflict mm-hmm. and also patience in God's plan of this whole thing happening? Because I think all of us want to be in person, at a badger crew meeting, you yeah. know, upper house, 300 people strong. <laughs> mm-hmm. But for some reason, God doesn't have that in the cards right now. And how do we look at that with trust and patience and look at conflict with grace through the technological lens? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And another thing I want to add that is another struggle is something that's so important with Christian community is like being vulnerable with one another. Mm -hmm. And I know from my own experience, it's hard. It's really hard to like be vulnerable and share your struggles when it's, like, on a phone call or a Zoom call. And <laughs> yeah, so yeah. for me to expect, like, the freshman that I'm with or, like, someone who I don't know very well to just, like, share that with me, like, yeah, that, like, I'm we can all sympathize with that, how, like, mm-hmm. that doesn't seem super appealing. Um, and so I think this is going to sound cliche, but, like, praying to God and, like, through prayer, I think starting a conversation out with prayer, you can never really go wrong. Um, and so I found that's really helpful, like whether I'm calling a freshman or calling a friend who maybe I haven't talked to in a while and just like praying that like God, like let us be vulnerable with one another and let us feel comfort like with you and with each other. Um, because I think by through prayer and like, that's kind of like bringing it back to like the whole reason, like by praying to God, we're asking God to like allow our conversation to be fruitful and allow our Mm -hmm. conversation to like be intentional. Um, and yeah, like, Maybe that's another good, like, kind of path to go down is, like, making sure our intentions are really pure Mm -hmm. with, like, circling around God and whatnot. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, Yeah. for sure.
2: There is a very prominent thing that can happen with technology, too, and that's, like, the isolationism Mm -hmm. that it Mm kind of contributes to. It it makes you feel a little bit separated, Um, and obviously in this time of a pandemic, uh, separated is pretty necessary um, in order to try and keep everyone safe. Um, but really just reaching out, um, if you're feeling that, uh, which I'm sure all of us have felt at, at some point, at least at one point in time, just reaching out to those connections that you have, um, and, and realizing that as a Christian community, like people are going to jump at the opportunity to talk to you mm-hmm. and, and love upon you. Yeah. Um, and, and just really connect with you on whatever you're feeling, Uh, and so I feel like that's pretty important is it's super easy, especially like if you're an introvert, um, of which I kind of classify myself as it's kind of easy to disregard and and just not talk to anyone, Mm -hmm. um, regardless of the situation. And it's, it's just important to keep consistent in your connections, regardless of whether you can meet in person or not. Um, even if the pandemic is altering some of the plans for Badger Crew ministry, or even like plans for hanging out with friends, Mm -hmm. it's still important to connect with them at least on some level. Um, And I feel like technology has really been a blessing um, in that sense that it's been able to, in this situation, keep people uh, still caught up with each other.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. And and even like you were saying, looking that as looking at technology as this new opportunity and, and way to pursue it. And I don't know how this pandemic and isolation and mental health would survive without smartphones.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, like it would
0: be very weird <laughs> to not have Zoom. I never thought I'd be super thankful for Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Still being able to connect with people in some way or another is just really cool and really important. Yeah. So I think that's all so good. And maybe the last part that we really want to hit on is navigating those friendships that are maybe already formed and mm-hmm. how to go about continuing to grow those, um, while we're either separated or community, you know, communicating through a screen, um, how to still foster and push your community towards Christ, but also still, like you were saying, Bryce, avoid that isolation and allow other people to push you towards Christ, you know, and, and, and navigate um, that growth um, and, and those kind of things. Cause I know that that can be hard. And even though most of us will be coming back to campus in some capacity, we still aren't able to see each other totally, mm. even if we're in the same city
3: yeah over um the first like wave of quarantine march april may ish time i would say where was a time where a lot of my strong christian friendships that were kind of casual friendships were actually strengthened a lot mm,
2: yeah
3: um i know like i can say almost all of the people that i would call my close friends now were people that i was like yeah we're friends in February like I like these people Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see them and then through the COVID and all of us being home alone like people are now like we will probably feel like we are next semester um was when the intentionality of talking to people really struck me and that's when we were able to form the like taking it from casual friendship to then like intentional Christian friendship and I think the way that that was done was honestly through the casual FaceTime. Just like, mm-hmm. I'm bored at home, it's three in the afternoon, I have five hours to burn until I can realistically- you know? Or three in the morning. Or three in the morning. I don't know. I'm a, I'm an early bird, so uh, probably won't be three in the morning for me, but like, I'm bored, I have nothing to do, I'm going to FaceTime someone and just see if they pick up. And then five hours later, you're like, okay, bye, talk to you for five hours again tomorrow. Like- No one has anything to do, really. Mm -hmm. There's no point in, like, sitting alone, kind of like Bryce said, just introverting yourself away, which is definitely something that I do. But that was – I think it's really easy to discount um, quarantine time and COVID and saying, like, this is a time of isolation. We're all going to be isolated, and it sucks. But there is a way to take that and say, well, yeah, we are going to be isolated, and it might suck, but that doesn't mean that I can't FaceTime – My Bible study leader or girls from my Bible study that I'm not super close with that I want to become better friends with. Like, there are still ways to deepen your friendships. And I think that it would be a waste of, like, the time and space that God is giving us right now Mm through this isolation to not take advantage of it. Absolutely. And one verse that
0: I want to reference real quick, just echoing that, is James 1, mm-hmm. uh, 2 and 3. So it says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, yeah. because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Mm-hmm. So just like you were saying, taking all of this and looking at it as a new opportunity to grow relationships that maybe never would have happened in person. You know, I, I'm in a very similar boat where, a lot of my really close friendships kind of just came out of nowhere. And mm-hmm. I went from someone who had tons of surface level friendships to seeing like max three to four people and talking max to three to four people. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. And that's the opportunities that this pandemic has brought about. And it's seizing those opportunities and making the most of it as we continue on.
1: Yeah. hmm And kind of, I know we talked about this briefly um, earlier, but... I think something that is just a bonus is if you do live with Christian, fellow Christians. Um, and I kind of want to em- emphasize too, like something that I really value is like men and women's time. It's mm-hmm. so, like in yeah. women's time in particular in a Christian community, I think, and I'm sure Bryce can kind of like affirm for men's time as well. Um, so it's something that I love about living with. I live with nine, nine other Christian women. Um, And so like we constantly are having that time. And so during this last semester in early or late summer, like having that time was just so amazing. So I really want to encourage you if you aren't living with like fellow Christians to like look into that. And like, I know a lot Mm -hmm. of people are very interested in that as well. And like, it won't be hard to find. And I guarantee that like living in a Christian community is like going to help foster your relationship with God so, 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 so much. And Vicki, I'm sure you can like kind of, um, proclaim to that also and Bryce as well. Um, and so that's been something, and I know that's not a reality for all people. Um, and so for me personally, like, I don't think if I, I think if I hadn't lived with, um, woman, a Christian woman group, I like would probably have struggled a lot more because I'm a people person. And so I like need that face-to-face interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that like, for me was like crucial in like keeping my hopes up and keeping, um, my relationship with God as strong as it is right now.
0: Cheap plug, if you're looking to live in Christian community <laughs> next year, the Lighthouse has two spots left Woo! open. Come be my roommate. It's going to be a grand old time. But yeah, <laughs> hit me up on anything. I, I get lots of notifications, so I'm sure I'll see it. But the last thing I really want to talk about is, I, I feel like we're talking a lot directly towards college students that have another year. Mm -hmm. and unfortunately we've got some really great seniors on this campus and all across the country that aren't going to get this next year of campus ministry and none of us are seniors here but I think a lot of what we're saying right now can still go towards towards that and I think even substituting a church community and finding a local church and a small group through them for you know substituting that for a campus ministry is really important And, you know, I just kind of want to open it up and and wrap this up with, you know, what's some things that we can encourage people who are taking that next step in their lives? Luckily for us, we're we're at least a year (laughs) away from that. Hopefully we're getting our final Badger football season in. But, you know, what can we say to those people that are taking that next step in their lives outside of the campus ministry bubble?
1: Um, Something that I think has always been really interesting in Christian community in particular and that I've always loved is a lot of, or oftentimes in Christian community, it's like a group based on like where you're at in life. Mm-hmm. So that's something I've loved about Badger Crew is like, we're all college kids. And so we're all in the same boat of like exams and like mean professors and like housing stresses and landlords, etc. cetera. Um, and so I think for post college and like for the seniors who are seniors now, I think you can still really easily find that community. Um, it's just gonna look a little bit different Like, it's not probably going to be, like, how bad your crew was. Um, So really getting plugged into that church, um, a church that's centered around the Bible and whatnot, I think is going to be so crucial. Um, But something I also want to say is, like, don't hesitate to, like, reach out to us, too, because we're still, like, I know, like, for me personally, a lot of my roommates are seniors. And, like, I love each and every one of them so much. And so still creating and maintaining that relationship, even from afar, is still going to be, like, so, so important. I'm sure you guys have stuff to add, too, but. Um, definitely, yeah, like getting plugged into that church and getting involved, um, maybe even getting involved in like your own ministry whether that be with like high schoolers or even in college, if that's what you're feeling called to is so important.
2: One of Cruz isms, I guess you could say (laughs) is win, build, send. And so this is really focusing on that send aspect because you're there, there's going to be a fair percentage of Graduating seniors that might not necessarily stay in the Madison area. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's really spreading uh, Christianity and and the community that you built here and expanding it Uh, and I feel like that ends up reflecting kind of what's going on in the pandemic of You're not gonna be able to necessarily talk with people face to face all the time Mm -hmm. But still having those skills, I guess that the pandemic has given us or those experiences with engaging with technology and still keeping up uh, with the people from your time at Badger Crew or Chi Alpha or Salts um, or any of the other mm. wonderful organizations on campus here. Um, and, and so I feel like the, in that regard, the pandemic um, has actually produced some skills or some routines that could be beneficial uh, beyond graduation. Um, and then I would also just like to say that Um, or or note that it's very impractical to say, oh, I'm only going to be surrounded by Christians for the entirety of my life. Mm -hmm. It's important to recognize that you are going to be surrounded by Christians and non-Christians alike, and that it's important to still engage uh, with um, non-Christians and use those skills that have been built up by your participation in Christian community, Um, That can be through evangelization. Evangelization? (laughs) (laughs) That that can be through evangelizing. Um, Or it can be through uh, loving them or or just showing them um, how Christ-centered community uh, can look and and making it attractive uh, to them and just trusting in God to work within their lives, planting seeds, um, wherever you may be, uh, across the state city, country, world, uh, et cetera. So it's, it's important to uh, recognize that your community um, still can be present in connection with that technology um, and that it is important to minister and connect with uh, non-believers as well.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's really great. I think everything we talked about today was wonderful and we're going to wrap it up with the same thing that we do every week here on Working at the Wheel is our reference minute. Um, so for those of you that haven't been on the podcast before, our reference minute is just an opportunity for you to just plug new resources for our listeners to listen to, whether it be directly about community, um, so that they can find some new things to build off of after listening to this podcast, or whether it be about, whether it be pursuing spiritual things and sanctification outside of this podcast. So I'll open it up to anybody who wants to start. Um, but yeah, anything that you might want to add,
2: I would encourage that, you check out the Bible app. I know that's been plugged. Um, I, I don't remember who, by, but I know it's been plugged on this uh, podcast before. Um, but the specific feature that I would like to call out in the Uversion Bible app is the plans that they offer and the daily reading. Um, and they cover a wide array of different topics and, and concepts. And among those are how to build a good Christian community or how to live in Christian community. And it, it gives you the ability to engage with scripture um, along with providing an analysis that kind of leads you through uh, what your what one of the things that or, or some of the things I guess that you can take from that specific scripture. So it gives you a nice bite sized amounts uh, of getting in the word um, and develops that routine of getting in the word every day. Uh, to really build your knowledge of the gospel, just knowledge of the Bible, and can really help you apply that practically to your life um, in, in many different aspects. But community is definitely one of them.
3: Mm-hmm. I think very fitting with the theme of this podcast. I was going to plug um, like a local church or like a local ministry. Mm-hmm. Um it's really easy to sit at this podcast and think of all the places in Madison that I know of, but whether or not you're in high school or you're in college or you're graduated college or wherever you are in life, there are churches around you that are so excited to have you in their community. Um, Whether that's like a local church that you've been to before, trying out a new church, a ministry based on your age or gender or whatever else that might look like for you. um, I think I personally have been really, really shaped by strong and Christ-centered churches and communities, parachurches, whatever it may be. And so doing your research and finding out, you know, what you want to, like, which one you want to attend. I think, obviously reading the Bible is the most important thing that you can do, but God also does cause to be in community. So making intentional efforts to do that. Um, I would plug a specific one, but like, we're all, you know, we're all obviously back to Chrome. But, like, at the end of the day, we're all fighting the same battle. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the same end goal. So if you're listening from a different ministry, a different age, it's not badger crew or nothing. It's we're all. It's Jesus or nothing. <laughs> it, is, it is Jesus or nothing. It's where people are following God and are going to push you to be like him.
1: Yeah. Um. Claire and Bryce stole both of what I was going to say, but I'm going to go <laughs> off on a limb. Um. I think another really, really important part of community is also, like, having kind of, like, someone to give you guidance or someone to like yeah. be in your walk yeah. with christ um with you so whether that is a discipler or like a close relationship with like your pastor or like a really close friend um this is just for me personally it might not be for you but for me i like have um at my home church um some women that are like mo- mothers and like older than me and that has been very helpful because it's not necessarily my mom but like <laughs> A kind of motherly figure almost, which sounds silly, but it's really helpful to talk to them about my relationship with God because they've gone through so many of the same things that I have and they can give me so much wisdom and so much advice. Um, So I think kind of like what Claire said, you could really easily find, I'm sure, so many women who would love to disciple you or just like be with you and help um, you with your walk with Christ in your church. Um, And then in particular with Badger Crew, there's so many upperclassmen who would love to be a discipler to you um and then as well as badger crew staff is amazing so recommend like reaching out to them so just having someone almost as like um kind of like a target person that you can like reach out to for like your struggles um like I said that also could just be like a really close friend it doesn't necessarily have to be someone that's older than you I just know for me that's like something that's been, been really beneficial. Um so kind of going off that and then yeah you could do kind of like going to what Bryce said like you could do a but I can't talk a Bible plan with them <laughs> or something like that. Um, And like, it's helpful, especially with someone, if you're newer to Christianity, um, who you can ask questions about. Because I know for me, there was a lot of things that I was like, wait, what? And then I'd ask a question and it like cleared everything up and just really helped me um, in that sense of community. Even if it's just two people, that's still a community. So super great plugs there.
0: Yeah, those are all really great. And any of those resources and honestly, anything that we even plugged earlier in the podcast Mm or throughout this whole episode is really, I think, going to help not only foster that community, but continue to grow it even when we're separated and, and isolated in this pandemic. Hopefully not for much longer, but you know, we're trusting in God's plan through it all. And we're, um we're seizing the opportunities that he does provide for us. Uh, but thank you guys so much for being here today. This has been really great cap to our Home Alone series. Um, next week, we'll be starting a new series. Uh, we'll have some new guests on to explain that and go through that a little bit. I'm really excited about it. And I'm really excited in the steps that we want to take forward and helping you take steps forward in your walk with Christ. So thank you guys for listening. We really want to see you back next week. Um, But otherwise, have a great week and you're going to do great. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.
1: bye.